0: Hello and welcome to a more perfect podcast. Today is the two year anniversary of a more perfect podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am truly grateful for all of your support. Technically, the two year anniversary was two days ago, I gotta be honest, but. I just started a new job and I've been working so hard on it that I just, it totally slipped my mind. So I'm doing the two-year anniversary episode today because you guys deserve a huge thank you and just j- just kind of a review of the progress that this podcast has made since, you know, one year ago. It's It's truly incredible. I mean... I started this in my bedroom. Heck, I'm still doing it from my bedroom. I've got a microphone attached to my desk, and it's just incredible to me that people would actually listen to what I have to say. I still, I can't believe it. The podcast has made top 100 in the United States, not just once, but three different times over the course of its lifespan. The amount of support has been absolutely incredible. And part of me still cannot believe that I have this much of a audience and this much of a reach with my voice. Thank you for listening to what I have to say. Truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Gonna pause here for a second and give a quick shout out to my sponsor, Surfshark VPN. That's actually another massive leap of progress that this podcast has made. I got sponsored by Surfshark VPN. How about that? If you wanna secure your internet from prying eyes, then check out Surfshark VPN. You get to support the show financially and You get a discount while you're at it. 81% off if you click the link in my podcast description. What are you waiting for? Secure your internet. People could be spying on you. Don't let it happen. Get Surfshark VPN within the podcast description. The podcast has made a lot of advancement in this past year. I mean, seriously, like episode 26, that was my very first call-in episode Technically, technically, the one where I interviewed Dr. Hash was a over-the-phone episode as well. And also, well, I mean, it wasn't a phone call. It was voice messages on WhatsApp. But the Venezuela episode was also totally remote as well. But the special thing about episode 26 was that people, I was talking on the phone live with people and recording it at the same time. Kind of like a kind of like people calling to a radio show. Actually, that's exactly what they do. And my my equipment is able to do that now and I'm incredibly incredibly grateful for that cuz I think it's just so cool that I'm able to do that now. Um episode 29, that was my first solo hour-long episode. I remember I I finished that thing about Uh, It must have been 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was just pacing back and forth, listening to it from my computer speakers, because that's what I do when I finish an episode. You know, I'll finally take my headphones off and listen to it after I'm done, you know, cutting it up and cutting all the bad parts out, you know, because I do all the editing, all the research. Obviously, I do the podcast as well. I mean, it's a a one-man band, so they say i'll I'll do one final listen through, And I remember listening to that thing, and I was like, "Wow, this is a long episode. And man, I, I I had a whole word document and it was like two pages of just links for the the research for that episode. it was It was a really big milestone in the podcast. Another milestone was my first big, lengthy series for this podcast, and that was about election fraud. So the election fraud series was episodes 31, 34, 35 and 36. All those dealt with the election fraud. Episode 31, it was it was really like kind of like a generalized thoughts and then episode 34, 35 and 36, all those episodes they they really laid out the case in detail about what I was thinking and why I was thinking it. It was it was a quite the experience. I mean, it took me a long time to get through. it was it was all in one document like the outline was and then I was I was originally planning for it to be a trilogy, but I have done so much research, right that it eventually ended up being four parts. So that was incredible. Thank you guys so much for listening to that. That episode that, that series rather got a quite a good response. so it was a very, very good thing. But then shortly after that the podcast changed it it, it, t- it took a it took a turn. episode 37 and onward, you know past episode 37 it took the podcast full on into the cultural quagmire after kind of c- kind of touching on it you know dabbling in that as as a sort of sub theme to previous episodes you know I had mentioned it here and there like in the in the Joe Biden episode where I was talking about him um, when he first got inaugurated into office and the nightmares first began for a lot of us. Um, gas prices. That's all I need to say. <laughs> gas prices are just terrible right now. Um, after the nightmare first began, I, I was t- I, I hit on a very specific thing and it was the the racial executive orders that he signed in. Not not even in office for 24 hours, and he repealed this, um, what became a big issue later, the um, diversity training, that thing that Trump had signed um, that dealt with critical race theory, even though it actually never mentioned critical race theory. it's, It's actually what's called critical praxis, which is critical race theory being applied. So it's not like teaching the theory itself. It's the application of that theory. So, like for something to be a critical theory, it needs to have praxis. Or a, that praxis is a communist term. Let, let's, let, let's say in normal speak, it needs to be applicable. It needs to be able to be utilized by activists and then taken onto the street. That's what that that's all that praxis really is. And um that's that's what became a big issue is is the critical race theory, or even if you want to be very specific about it, it's critical Praxis. So I I touched on that in the Joe Biden episode, but then I kind of you know I really just ignored it for a second. I would mention it here and there, you know. I I, I was kind of testing the waters about it, and then I with with Evan, by the way, if you're listening to this, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it it, it means a lot to me. You you had some of the best insights on some of this stuff, like some of the most unique insights. I do a bunch of research. Some of the things you said, I had never read before. So it was, that episode was super awesome. Thank you so much, dude, if you're listening. Um, and, and and you guys enjoyed that episode too. You know, it, it also got a really good response. But that episode, episode 37, that took us full on into that. And that's where the podcast is going from here on out. You know, the, the cultural just firestorm that we find ourselves in. However, it's not going to be totally ignoring the, um, the tried and true politics, or should I say tried and false politics that I was, um, I was going for in, in, in the first year for the most part, you know, just keeping up with, with the Hill and what was going on with Donald Trump and, you know, all, all those normal political things. I won't be abandoning it, but I'm going to, but the podcast was shifting, so that's that, that's pretty much what happened with the podcast and you know technological advancement and everything like that. Um, but the research on 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 my end, the the, the stuff that you guys don't see, um, but you can find in in the source lists. I I, I say this every episode, all of the episodes, um, except for like the earlier ones, have a link in the podcast description, and you can read every single thing that I read to make the episode, every single thing that I read, even if it's partial, I save it. I save everything. You can go to the document, look it all up. It's one of the, it's, it's one of my pet peeves is when things aren't right there and you can't like, uh, I, I hate to say it, but hold me accountable, you know, if, if you disagree, you can look at the receipts, you can look at the documents, so, yeah, it, it, the, on that end, some great fronts have been crossed, so, I was, um, as far as the research, I was ahead of the game, far ahead of the game in episode 24 on Black Lives Matter and uh, anti-racism, and how that is pretty subversive and bad, I was ahead of the game also on episode 22. Um, And the Shalvin trial, I I really broke down on, you know, what they were going to say. The result did turn out differently than what I thought it would be. Um, I honestly was expecting knowing the case, knowing the evidence, knowing the situation as well as I did. I expected him to be acquitted um, personally. But it turned out differently and he just got sentenced to 22 and a half years. I was also ahead of the game, or or at least I think I'm ahead of the game. I have a feeling I am am ahead of the curve, ahead of the mainstream media on episode 39 as well. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But episode 39 was about the language changing. I have a feeling about that one, that that's going to become an issue. So all this stuff, all this stuff has been complemented over time by my greatest innovation as far as research goes yet, reading books you see for for most of the first year most of it not all of it i had started this one book at the tail end of the first year so i'm just going to chalk all this up to you know second year achievements i started reading books and i have read a lot of books in the time that i finished um the first one to now so let me just list off all the books that i've read so you guys can check them out if you are interested in this stuff like I am. So the first book I ever read was actually for the Venezuela episode, so I guess it's in the first year, but it was called Crude Nation, How Oil Riches Ruined Venezuela, and that was by Raul Gallegos. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Most likely I'm butchering his name. The second book that I read when I when I really started seriously reading was Suicide of the West by Jonah Goldberg, Coddling of the American Mind by Greg Lukianoff and Jonathan Haidt. That was a really good one. I actually listened to that one um, through Audible, so it was a really good book. If, if you haven't read it, I'm serious. You have to. It is one of the most brilliant books I've ever read. So is Suicide of the West. It's, it's pretty good as well. Really heavy, Um, as far as, you know, my first American politics book, Suicide of the West was like trial by fire. I mean, that thing is packed with some serious information and I'm serious. Like Jonah Goldberg is an intellectual bulwark. Like check it out. I mean, that was the very first book I read. Then I also read Democracy in America by Alexis de Tocqueville. Um, I I didn't actually finish that. I only got like a third of the way through. I'm going to finish it one day, but it was it was so hard for me to read it. I mean, I, I got through it. I loved it. It's a classic. It's one of the most, it's one of the foundational American books, you could say, that we hold here in this nation. I mean, Tocqueville is foundational. Uh, I also read How to Destroy America in Three Easy Steps by Ben Shapiro. Got that one for Christmas. Shout out to my mom. Um, I also read the Diversity Delusion by Heather McDonald. I actually read that recently, Did't get through it. I wasn't really gleaning anything from it, but um it's it was still a pretty good book. I mean, I learned a lot about implicit bias from that book. So those are all the books that I have read to date that I can remember. I'm probably missing a few here and there. but currently, I am reading Cynical Theories. How Activist Scholarship Made Everything About Race, Gender, and Identity, and Why This Harms Everybody by Helen Pluckrose and James Lindsay, and I'm also going to be reading the Federalist Papers, all of them, not just the ones that we were taught about in school, but all of them, and certainly there's a lot of insights to be gleaned from there, um, and Cato's Letters is also on my list. If you know what that is, you're, you're a real one. <laughs> Cato's Letters is basically where we got the idea for the First Amendment, for freedom of speech. It's foundational to the founders and their thought process as far as creating that First Amendment. So that's that's what's on my reading list, you could say. Books are an incredible resource to learn about anything. I mean, it's basically like reading 100 articles in one go, right? Books are an incredible research tool, and, uh, I mean, it's obvious, right, it's, it's obvious to anyone who, you know, thinks about it, oh, duh, you know, books would be a good resource, but, like, if you really, like, you have to experience it to actually appreciate how much books can give you. So, read books, I mean, I don't mean to sound like, you know, a freaking, like, <laughs> this isn't the reading rainbow, but books have been amazing Amazingly helpful in expanding my knowledge, and you know, really grounding me in my roots. Like, like, like I, like, out of all the books I just named, three of them really stand out. Democracy in America is the first and foremost. I mean, it's it's a classical, it's classical literature for a reason. Um, the second one is Suicide of the West. I still glean insight from that book, and what I what I learned from that book to this day. I mean, it was truly an incredible book. And the third book. Coddling of the American Mind. You hear people talking about it all the time for a reason. It was a great experience and expanded my understanding of so much in politics and so much in society itself. So reading is amazing. And that is the greatest innovation that I've had this year in research. Okay, okay, okay. I know I've been talking a bunch about reading. For the future of this podcast, I am excited to announce that I've started a YouTube channel and you'll be able to find this podcast on YouTube with a video addition to this podcast. Not quite ready to announce it yet, but when I do, I'm going to make the announcement um, and post the link and everything so you guys can watch those videos, share it with your friends much more easier. Hopefully it'll cross your fingers. Cause the podcast to grow a little too, but that's, that's my big, you know, looking into the future for this podcast. Obviously we're going to be focusing more on current events, current issues. And, um, but in, you know, my own way, like I, I tend to pick out like the larger themes, the, the deeper thought to this, um, to all this stuff, instead of just saying, Oh, well, the liberals, man, they were like hypocritical here. No, that's, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I like to go a little bit deeper, um, get under the surface with these issues. So that's where the podcast is going. Again, thank you guys so much for your support. It's so humbling to me that my voice is being heard all around the world. I truly cannot thank you guys enough. With all that being said, please share the podcast with your friends I am truly excited for what's in store. I have some great things planned. And as always, have a more perfect day.